0: I don't even know where to go from there. I guess I could, we will, like I said, talk about Jesus. But um, there's one other important business I have to take care of. And usually I travel with like, and I got my parents with me. Woo, woo. I call her Mother Teresa, and I got my dad, Pastor Stan. So happy to have them with me. But usually I travel with another super important person in my life. His name is Wallace Jacob Moore the First. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is—I should have like given you guys a better cue. But I'll just keep talking. I like to talk. So, <laughs> but there's gonna be a photo. Oh, nice little segue there. But um, so I usually travel with this little buddy named Wallace Jacob Moore the First. I am talking about my yellow VW van, I'm giving it away. A hey, yes. All right. So Wally, that's what his friends call him. Wally the wagon. You can be his friend, but uh, he would like you guys. He is at home a little bit under the weather. You know the mechanics doctor is taking care of him. Yo, that's him. All right. So that is the most embarrassing one to begin with. Thank you, Justin. But, yeah, all right. So I was going to like lead. Oh, thank you. We'll begin with the one that's like cool and all IG ready, but yeah, there we go. So that is Wally. He's got eyes in case you can't see him. Uh, everyone calls him the minion, but I call him just peace, love, and the Holy Spirit. I don't know my joy mobile, but you know what? It's really cool though because I've been off on what we've been calling the Amazing Grace Tour, and it's kind of like the Christian spinoff of The Amazing Race. Have you guys ever seen that show? All right, so in my head, I think I'm like the super intense, adventurous person, and I'm only maybe a quarter of things. I got an ICA there. (laughs) I can only probably do like a quarter of the things in like my intense mind. I'm like, I'm going to scale that wall. I'm going to like, I don't know, do something awesome, and I really can't do any of that, but I like to think I can. And so this is like the Christian spinoff of God, like, here, I just want you to do whatever you want with this tour, you know, that's the real adventure, that's the real adventurous life that we can live, just a life surrendered, saying, God, you know, every day, if you want to bring someone across our path, whatever you want to do, and you know, he will just use your passions, I mean, with me, it's a crazy, silly old van, I know, he'll use whatever it might be to be, so that you can be a light. To someone else so that you can be a blessing and you know there's so many testimonies about the gas station chick-fil-a parking lot cannot preach without preaching about chick-fil-a but you know what like I can drink like eight I drink them yeah I drink the sauces actually and once I'm out of like my french fries I just like kind of scoop my hand in there and it's embarrassing you don't want to eat with me but it's disgusting but I love it and so I got all right Man, they're just calling you out, pointing fingers and everything. (laughs) But uh, I mean, there's just been so many testimonies about being at the right place at the right time. You know, that's what God has for your life. I believe you've already experienced that, but I believe that God wants to take you and I more into the new, into greater. That you know what guys, Jesus is coming back soon. Aren't you glad? Ooh, get me out of here, Jesus. No, you know Jesus is coming back soon. And you know what? He has a race for you to run. That you are called, you're anointed, you're appointed. You know, we're not just to exist in this life, you know, barely getting through the day, but Aren't you glad that he has that adventurous life for you? Romans 8, this is all beads too. Like this is not part of the message. This is like, woo. just put it in there because it fits. But you know what Romans 8 and the Holy Spirit said? No, Romans 8, 15. <laughs> I'm really weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like you guys are weird too. So if no, I hope you guys are too. But I'll probably, hey, Pastor Daryl's weird. Yeah. All right. <laughs> excited tonight man i haven't eaten i never fast that's weird okay sorry <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> i mean fasting is good do it all the time i love to pass but that's like that's why i'm probably actually like woo. okay but anyways what was i saying god will use your passions <laughs> i'm gonna move right along and look what happens to be here it's my mary poppins bag Woo, a baton any runners in the house uh, I just, man, I'm going to get easily distracted. And we're talking about distractions tonight. That's in the message. Look away from all that distracts. Looking unto Jesus. You know why? But you know what? Jesus has handed you and I the baton. And he's saying, this is your time. This is your time to arise, to shine. That the your best days are not behind you, but they are in front of you. And you know what? If any of you, any track runners, any, used to. Yeah, me too. Girl, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> a long time ago, (laughs) a long time ago for me too. And you know what, in those, um, (laughs) you know, in the marathon race, not the marathon, but the relay races, they would always save the fastest and the best runners, like yours truly, no, they would save the fastest and the best runners for last. Well, you know what, I believe, hey, I believe that God is the smartest coach around. And you know what, I believe that he has saved that last ump for the finish line, that he has placed that on the inside of you. And you know what? As we look away from all that distracts, looking unto Jesus, you got to keep your eyes on the prize. You got to keep your eyes on the finish line. He's saying you don't got time to look to the right, to the left, but you need to know this is your time to walk in the light that you are called, you're anointed, let go of what's behind you. You know, that's why they always say, you know, you travel faster with less baggage. I'm still learning that. I'm bad at that. I'm a struggling minimalist, but you know what? I've watched all the Netflix documentaries too, and I still overpack all the time. But you know what? When you're not holding on to those weights, it's easier to move forward in life. And God's saying, this is your time. Aren't you glad? No, we're going to have fun in the church tonight. But, and aren't you glad you are the church? My dad always says, aren't you glad you are the church? Oh. <laughs> he says it's just like that too. Oh. It's where I get my ghetto-ness. <laughs> but, oh, dang it. I'm going to get myself in trouble tonight. Probably shouldn't say that word up here either. But, oops. All right, cool. So, um, where was I with that? Oh, yeah. We are the church. We're gonna have fun in the church. Guys, are you regretting inviting me yet? <laughs> <No>. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't like unleash my full craziness on you when I met. But that's okay. But you know what? God has a plan and a purpose for your life. He wants to use you. He wants you to be yourself. You know, He created you to be you. If you like that crazy suit, you know, wear it. Do whatever. You know, God has a plan. He has a purpose. He could have put any person, given you any personality, but He has tailored fit you. And you know, you are an answer to someone else's prayers. Aren't you glad that I like to say that you are just a divine appointment waiting to happen. We can live every day like that. You know what, God, you bring the right people across my path. That's the favor of God, it's on you. It goes before you. God's favor opens doors that no man can shut. Why? Be a blessing. Because Jesus is coming back soon. And he wants to do a quick work in the earth today. Amen. You know, He just like he saves that fastest. Those best runners for last. Well, you know, things that used to take five years, I believe in this next coming year that this is your time it's going to happen those dormant dreams those dreams that have been on the inside of you that maybe you know they've laid there dormant maybe because of the passing of time you know today this is your night to arise and to shine and no it's not too late you're not forgotten you're not forsaken that that same God who placed those dreams on the inside of you first Corinthians 1 9 says God is faithful he is faithful Faithful, I like the amplified, it's a little bit more worthy, you know what it says, he is faithful, He's trustworthy, you know he is reliable, therefore ever true to his promise he can be depended on. And, you know, I believe that that same Jesus, that same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead, when it looked, I'm preaching my message, when it looked like all hope was gone, when it looked like it was too late, you know, in all of history, if there would have been something that it would have looked like it's too late, the time has already passed, it would have been that. But there he was. You know what? Day one, it went and gone. You know that second day, it went. It looked hopeless. But on that third day, woo! On that third day, you know, I believe that there was a shaking that took place. I believe that when Jesus rose again from the dead, He busted that grave wide open. A new day has dawned for you and I. And that same spirit, that same everyone say that same spirit, that same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. Where does He live? He live lives on the inside of you. That means that you have no hopeless situation. That means it's never too late. That same life-giving, quickening spirit. He will know, though the righteous fall seven times, what happens? You shall arise. You shall arise. This is your time to get back up again. This is your time to keep on going because that same spirit, he lives on the inside of you. He quickens those dreams. He stirs, you know, we can stir up ourselves and then the gift we can serve the gift of God that's on the inside of us because it's never too late just say that again that same spirit say it with some sass That saying my sass is like a country ghetto weird thing I don't know what it is it's a Santa suit appropriate but you know that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead he lives in you It's never too late, whoo, that same life-giving, quickening, the strengthener, your helper, your intercessor, your standby. He's standing by, waiting to help. And, you know, he's on the inside of you. Greater is he, this is called meditating the word, guys. Just meditate. Did you know that one word from God can forever change your life? one word from God. Did you know that God's word in your mouth is just as powerful as God's word in his mouth? Did you know he watches over his word to perform it? That means you speak it. You know, it is a done deal. It's kind of like those weirdos on the beach. If you're one of them, I apologize. I just wish I was as cool as you, but you know what? you know those people on the beach that have like the metal detector scanner, and I'm like, do they really find anything? But I guess so, because they're out there every day. And you know, they go, and they're scanning they're they're waiting for that beep they're waiting you know they're waiting to find something good and in the same way the eyes of the Lord scan to and fro what is he doing he's looking for faith he's looking you know he's looking for someone that no matter what comes a man or woman of God that will rise up with the spirit of God on the inside of them you know what we have that same spirit of faith we believe what do we do therefore we speak Faith is easy. Faith is simple. It's just trust. Trust in the one who will never let you down. Living from that place of victory. Living from the place knowing, you know, it is already a done deal. Because greater is he who lives in you than he that's in the world. The greater one. You're one spirit with him. You're one spirit with him. Greater. Let's say greater. It's good to get the word in our mouth. Greater is he. The greater one, ha, 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 the one who's already won. The one who says, it is done. The greater one, he lives in you. And it's never too late. It's never, ever, ever too late. Aren't you glad? Makes me think about Lazarus, how, you know what, there, and I'm supposed to show more pictures of Wally and make fun of myself. I'll throw them out. I slept on the bathroom floor in that onesie picture that you guys saw. Uh, I got so cold. I'm a chicken in the cold. And uh, Wally has no heat something else that needs to get fixed. And, you know, I ended up sleeping on the bathroom floor. Should I say he was with me? Ha <laughs> ha, my mom was with me. She's like, don't tell anyone I did that with you. Oops. <laughs> but, sorry, does this count? <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, yeah, too bad. But all right, so now segue back to Jesus. Everyone said Jesus. No, you were not in children's church. I won't make you say that. But all right, but you know what? If, it, there, if there was ever another time where it looked like it was too late, John chapter 11 talks about how Lazarus, there he was. You know what? He had passed away. Martha came up and said, Master, if you would have been here if you would've been here. And you know, I think how many times, you no, know, but do we have those what if questions? You know, if I wouldn't have made that mistake, if I wouldn't, if they wouldn't have done that to me, you know, if or if things just would've gone different, if I would've grew up there, or if I would've grown up in that family, whatever it might've been. But you know what, I love Jesus. There he was, you know, calm, cool, and collected. He said, I am the resurrection. And I am the life. You see, the enemy, he will try so hard to get us focused on what's behind us. He will try so hard. He will torment us now and You know what he's doing? Just like God, just like Jesus, you know, his eyes are scanning the earth. Well, did you know that the enemy's eyes are also looking for something? Did you know that the enemy he's also, the Bible says how he roams around like a lion. What is he doing? He's searching for someone whom he may devour. But you know, he may not devour you. You can just say, uh, no no trespassing sign, vacancy full. When you're full of the word of the God, give no place to the enemy, amen. Give no place to him, give no foothold in your mind. You know, because I that's in Ephesians 4, it talks about give no place, give no foothold. To him, the Amplified says, I've realized, you know, if we allow the enemy in our mind, if he could just get a foothold in there, he'll try to walk all over you. You know, he will try to walk all over you. But you know, the fact is that he is under our feet. But you know, that, did you see what I did there? You know, that's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know, he can't get a foothold. That's like hashtag, see what I did? But you know, <laughs> see what the Holy Spirit did? That's the hashtag sign, I guess. I don't know what that is. Yo, all right. <laughs> but you know, he can't get a foothold when you know it when you know that he's under your feet he's under your feet you're seated with Christ in heavenly places where far above far above all rules principality and power far above because greater is he that lives on the inside of you see he's searching for an opening he's searching you know just the slightest little wedge in your thought life trying to see can I wedge my way in can I creep in there can I put a thought of defeat can I put the thought of hopelessness in there and you know what I've realized that the more that we pay attention to the enemy's lies what happens you know let's see what was that it gets worse, yeah. <laughs> That's what your pastor said. Take it like Jesus said in red leathers, right? You know, it, it gets worse. It's true. And, you know, it's like the same way we all came through that door this evening. You know, if that door just had a slight little crack, let's say, just picture right now, I'm like a visual person in case you can't tell, but, you know, if that door was just slightly open and you tried to push your way through, what would happen? That opening would become bigger, And in the same way, when we pay attention to the lies of the enemy, you know, that second thought comes a lot more easily. That third thought, you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to spiral us down into this hopelessness, this shame, this darkness, this regret, whatever it might be. Romans 8, 6 says to be carnally minded. What is it? It is death. What is carnally minded? That means thinking about what the enemy says. That means not thinking God's thoughts. That means thinking, you know, thinking so much about what it looks like, how it feels, what they said about you. To be carnal, looking to the past, whatever it might be, to be carnally minded, it is death. But I'm glad it didn't end there. <laughs> you know, but to be spiritually minded, what's that? Is life and peace. You see, that's good news to know that no matter how dark it may look right now, no matter, you know, let's say we have been paying, and I'm going to share a little bit about this, that you know it, that I know that we can sometimes, and we will be looking for that place. He wants to devour you. Why? Because he's afraid of that God-given destiny. He's afraid of the baton that's been handed to you. And you know it, so he will use whatever. Yep, he's afraid of that. He'll use whatever he can to try to distract you try to deceive you. You know, he he really doesn't have any new tricks. Like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know, he really doesn't have, he's not that smart, guys. We shouldn't give him so much credit. You know, he's already defeated. All that he will do is he'll try to deceive people, trying to talk them out of the truth. But the fact is, the truth is that this already belongs to you. That's why he's so afraid of men and women that will come to church, that will be faithful serving, that will feed themselves. Because, you know, we got to feed our spirit. And no matter how dark something might seem, aren't you thankful that the entrance of God's word, what does it do? It brings light. It brings light. It brings light, and you know what happens as you begin to feed yourself? You know, you might say, well, you know what, just to be honest, maybe I don't feel that hungry for God. Or maybe, you know what, I don't feel like even enough strength to do that or whatever it might be. Well, you know what, God will meet you right where you're at. Amen? He knows each one of you personally has a tailored fit victory with your name on it reserved and waiting for you to walk in it. And, you know, as you just start right where you're at, one, one word from God can forever turn things around. Just turn on the light. Just, that's what light does. You you know, when you turn on the light, you see what's already there. Not struggling, not striving, trying to get something new. No, you just turn on the light and you see, oh, it's already there. It's already done. You know, like sometimes when, uh, if I'm looking for something in a hurry, I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but like, I'll try, I'll be like, I'm going to like run upstairs and in three seconds, I'm going to get something. I'm not even going to turn on the light. I'm just going to grab it right there. And then if I don't turn on the light, I'm usually like bumping into stuff because I'm messy. I shouldn't say that, but I'm working on it. New Year's resolution 2019. But <laughs> yo, all right. But you know what? You save a lot of the time when you just turn on the light and you see, oh, there it is. You don't stumble in the dark. In the same way, God's word will enlighten your spirit. He will set, what is that scripture? I should know that, but you know it. The Lord will light my candle. That's it. You knew it. <laughs> the Lord will light my candle. <laughs> what? It's orange? Yes, it's orange. What? Oh <laughs> 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 I'm like <laughs> Ah, it's orange <laughs> it's or it's pink in mine. No <laughs> that's funny yo it should be orange in your bible what would pastor daryl do but i don't even know where that verse is at but you know what the lord will light your candle you will run through a troop you will leap over a wall you know it is never too late for you amen god has a good future for you he has a great plan for your life and you know i just want to share really quickly a little bit about my testimony just to um, to let you see, you know, if God could do this in my life, you know, how much more so does he want to turn things around in your life? That it is never too late for you. You know, I, I bet you're like, okay, who's this crazy girl that's been talking to us? So, you know, so um, I grew up down, not too far, my hood ain't too far, but uh, down, like I said, 305 Miami. Grew up in a ministry family, just loving God, passionate about God's plan. And, you know, when I was 15 years Old was just really uh, blessed to get to start preaching. I'm 27 now, and um, but how many of you know that you know? Sometimes things happen in life that weren't like in the five-year plan. Like, okay, I'm like a super spontaneous, right? I feel like man, like we gotta get coffee sometime. Let's go to Disney, yo! All right, uh, and all you guys too, (laughs) because, but not really, no. All right, so. Um, gosh, you guys are distracting. I'm not going to look at you anymore. I know it's your stylish boots but all right so you know what sometimes things happen I love being spot I like have to walk away over here <laughs> like I love being spontaneous like spur of the moment we'll totally like dress up in an elf costume in New York City and reenact the whole movie that's a true story but you know what? like I love doing things like spur of the moment type of things but I'm also like this weird spontaneous planner because like it it kind of just like Makes me so excited when I pull out a piece of paper and I just write down everything I like—all these crazy dreams and stuff. So I like—I loved to plan. I used to do that, like even in fourth grade, when the teacher would bore me, I'd be like, "What? I'd have a Christmas party and I don't know, just like silly little things. I would write down who I was going to invite, what crafts we would do, and all that." You connect, yo, got you. But um, but you know what? Sometimes things happen in life that weren't on that plan that we weren't expecting. But aren't you thankful that God, he, you know what, he never leaves us, he never forsakes us. Romans eleven twenty nine 29 says, for his gifts and his callings are without repentance. The A.M.P.C. again says, you know, he does not change his mind with whom he sends his call. Did you know our mistakes, our failures came too late to change the mind of God? That God's perfect plan for your life did not get interrupted by your dumb mistakes. I should by our dumb, I'll include myself in there. No, our dumb mistakes. You know, they did not interrupt God's plan for your life. Amen. That it is never too late. There is nothing that, you know, God's grace is so much, so much bigger. Aren't you glad? Aren't you thankful that His grace is sufficient? More than enough for you, amen? In every season, every step, God is faithful. The same God who called you. He's faithful to bring it all the way through. The same God who began a good work in you. He will do what only he can do, amen? That same spirit again. And you know, you're gonna hear that a lot, you know, just... Guys, I jump around. I hope that's okay. But I'll get back to my story, my testimony, what the Lord has done. That's the organ. But I'm so weird tonight. But you know what? It's good to meditate God's word. And it makes me think about if you're a tea drinker. I'm not really a coffee drinker, so. I got enough natural caffeine, but you know what? You don't, you don't want to see me on coffee. I I tried in Raymond when I went to Bible school. I was like, that's like the trendy thing to do. I'm going to give this a try. And I would, if I had it before 3 p.m., I would be up all night. I'm not even kidding. I would just be up the entire day. And then I was like, I don't even like this stuff, but the whipped cream's good. So I would just get like a full Venti cup of whipped cream. Yep, that's true. But you know what? Like meditation, this is the segment way you know we can meditate god's word and it's like you don't put that tea bag in the water and then just throw it out no what do you do you let it sit there you let it soak you stir it around that's how that water how that full flavor that's in the tea bag you know it will enrich and saturate that water well you know in the same way in the exact same way you know what each scripture is god breathed every scripture God talking to you. When we uh, approach God's word with faith in our heart, not just crossing off some religious duty, but no, because this is my father talking to me. This is I, that we need this word for living. We need this strength for living. That we're refreshed and strengthened in his presence. Aren't you glad that his word and his spirit, they work together. It's like the other night, I was so tired. I put the toothpaste on and I forgot to put water on it. And then I tried to like brush my teeth. I was like, something's not working. And I had And I was like, oh, water, but you know, in the same way, you know, it's not one or the other, but we got the word and the spirit. They work together. They agree. Amen. And you know, God, the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the word, he will personally show you things to come he will personally you know enlighten the word to you that this is your word to stand upon no matter what comes be like the man who built his house upon the rock that when the winds came the floods rose you know they were not shaken they were not moved they did not tumble down no you know not like the one that built their house on the sand but no we're not just a hearer of the word but what are we we are doers of that word amen but, you know, what? there I was in that place, passionate, excited. That was the segue. I should stop saying that. I just get excited when I, like, segue something. But, but you know what? There I was passionate and excited about God's plan for my life, running with everything I've got when ended up getting married at a pretty young age. And then went through a really painful divorce. Like I said, that wasn't something. I don't think you ever think, one day I'm going to get divorced, you know? It's not really something that you're thinking about, but I am so thankful. Aren't you grateful that no matter what we face, no matter what we go through, that God is so gracious. He's so merciful. He is your loving Father. Like Romans 8 says that we can say, Abba, Father. We haven't received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we've received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. Daddy, God, I belong. The Holy Spirit, who is your comforter, he lets you know you belong here. No matter what you go through, you belong here. You belong in the Son. You belong. You are called. You're redeemed. It's all because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Are you thankful for his blood? That there's nothing too big. There's, There's no sin too great. That the blood of Jesus is greater than it all. Amen. And you know, that same one who's called you, he will complete what he started, no matter what comes. He knows how to turn it around. The father knows how, Jesus is the healer of the brokenhearted. You know, I remember being in that place after going through that divorce, just being in such a place of hopelessness, shame, regret you know you you name it you know I was just going through such a dark place in my mind giving like we said you know the enemy he's he's looking for a way in into your thought life well I was giving way too much time to the lies of the enemy you know rather than being full of God's word it was like okay you know just that vacancy sign was right out just paying way too much attention to the lies of the enemy and getting darker and darker into that place, into that pit. When I remember, you know, I really wanted to move forward. And I believe that when we go through things in life and just uh, let me preface it with this as well, because I believe that sometimes the enemy, you know, he can try the it's not just maybe those major things that like a life altering thing that you go through. But did you know that the small foxes, the Bible says, can spoil the vine? it can just be those small everyday things maybe it might be for some you know just this like comparison or just this feeling of never thinking that we measure up or feeling good enough whatever it might be the enemy will try whatever he can to just weigh these things down us down on us it's like a pack mule who just tries to pack it on why because he wants to slow us down he wants to hinder us in that race he wants us looking, you know, he wants us stuck. That's why when Lot and his wife, you know, escaped Sodom and Gomorrah, out of everything Guy could have said, I had to like count, do not look back. He said four words. <laughs> he said, do not look back. And in the same way, you see, looking back, it doesn't take you back to change it. It just keeps you stuck right there. Life will go on all around us, but when, when we got our eyes on what's behind, you know, it just keeps you stuck right there where we're not really living, we're just existing. You know what, And that place of regret, it is just such, um, it's a trick from the enemy, but aren't you thankful that the light is just exposing his tactics tonight, that you can know that you know what, this is your night to break free from that because of the anointing, because of the spirit of God. You know, I believe that the Holy Spirit, he's just imparting strength and vision on the inside of you to know that this is a new day for you. Maybe we can't go back and change it, but I'm thankful that we know the one who has. I'm thankful that the blood of Jesus, Jesus completely takes it out of the way. He doesn't just put a band-aid over things, but you know, the blood of Jesus completely takes that sin, whatever we've gone through. And you know, there is no condemnation in Jesus. Absolutely none, none at all. No, No condemnation in him. He doesn't want you living in regret and shame. No, he wants you to rise up. Get your eyes off of the past. Get your eyes off of what they did, off of what you did, and get our eyes on Jesus, amen? And the moment that you do, he will empower you to keep putting one foot in front of the other. He will empower you, you know what, to run and to not grow weary. And, you know, we're going to talk, man, we're going to go like really fast soon. (laughs) You thought we were going fast? All right, just wait. But, you know, what? God wants to strengthen you in your race. He wants to strengthen you for your place because he is doing a new thing in your life and I remember wanting to move forward so badly just not knowing how when I found myself on a missions trip in India so any anyone from India no oh are you from India cool <laughs> you're just giving me some support there thank you oh you went to India that's cool India it's a beautiful country and you know just beautiful people there and uh so this was a while back getting to be in India is Just seeing God doing remarkable things, just blessed and honored to get to be a part of what He was doing. And you know, if you would have looked at me, you probably would have thought everything was okay. And you know, sometimes we can do that. It's like we're living in a social media-driven society where it's all filters. If we can make the outside look okay, then you know what? Maybe we don't really have to deal so much with what's going on, you know, on the inside or whatever. And it's like in the same way, if we're not careful, we can carry that same mentality of like, okay, if like if everyone around me just thinks I'm okay then maybe that'll be all right if I can like hide this pain with a smile and you know but you see Jesus he's so much greater than that he doesn't want us just to hide pain with a smile he doesn't want us just to learn to live with it and be like okay well you know that's your rotten law your lot in life and you're just gonna have to live with this but you know I remember being in that place and never really thinking I was gonna be that happy person again but you know what God wants to heal your heart in such a way that you just bubble over with this joy this expectation of something good that God is working behind the scenes in your life that you know you just can't help but to smile because not just trying you know it's not just trying to hide something no it is a true smile that comes from knowing that God is for me If God is for you, who can be against you? If with God on your side, how can you fail? Just a confidence that we can live with. Just a spirit of faith, a spirit of victory, a spirit of the overcomer that knows, you know what? This is not the end. My God is greater. But, you know, I remember waking up in India and getting a text message. That sounds like, woo, super spiritual, right? No, a text message that changed my life forever. And it was actually from a friend who just had a dream about me that God had given her. And again, I always want to say, you know what? Um, that dream was completely based on the word of God, because this is our light. This is our foundation. Amen. And you know what? Um, I remember that dream, just reading. She texted me the details of that dream. I was supposed to be getting ready for the day. It takes me a long time to do my makeup. I had like no time for makeup that day. You know, the presence of God just rushed into that hotel room, As I was reading this text message, and she was saying how, you know, we were walking somewhere when all of a sudden this man came up to us. And somehow he knew about everything I'd gone through. He knew about the pain of my divorce, my struggle mainly just to forgive myself, my struggle to let it go. He knew how I was right on the verge of wanting to take my own life. I was right there. But you know, what? that man, he stopped, he smiled, and he spoke these words of freedom over my life. He said, she will not be remembered for that. She will not be remembered for that. And then he said it again. She will not be remembered for that. And you know, the presence of God was just so strong in that hotel room. Ended up having just this intimate, beautiful moment with Jesus. And I'll never forget just really hearing and picturing Jesus declaring those same words of freedom over my life with that same smile on his face, compassion in his eyes, without any hint of shame or hesitancy in his voice. know just saying you will not be remembered for that you will not be remembered for that you will not be remembered for that and you know I believe that those words aren't just for me but they're for each and every one of us that's like God saying you know what you belong you are not defined by what lies behind you know you're not behind you're right on time and this is your time to arise and to shine this is your time to know that that same spirit lives on the inside you can just get back up again because he upholds you with his right hand amen and he's saying it's time to move forward to keep going on because you know he's doing a new thing in your life and it's already begun it's already started you know that's in Isaiah 43 it talks about in verses 18 and 19 how God said you know what forget the former things forget it already one translation says quit going over old history he said behold i am doing a brand new thing and it's already begun one translation says do you see it do you perceive it you know that we need to give place to that new thing you know god's working in your life he's working in you he's working behind the scenes he's doing a new thing but you know what we can't pay so much attention to the lies of the enemy that we're not seeing the new thing that God wants to do in your life he's saying and now it breaks forth you know it is breaking forth in your life and as we work with the God who's working in you when you work with the God who's working behind the Sun behind the scenes when you work with the one that said it is done it is finished we just got that you know align our Ourselves with him and know that you are right on time. Amen. That he's doing a new thing. Woo, it's okay to get excited, church. He's doing a new thing. A new thing. And it's already started. A new thing. A new thing in your life. And you know, this is your time. So we're not going to let what, you know, maybe what we've gone through or whatever it might be, How honey, you can say no more, no more. No, this is your time to arise and to shine the blood of Jesus. It is all about Jesus. It's all about him. We can have more faith and reliance upon Jesus and upon the blood that was shed upon, upon that cross, that blood that was given for us. That we can put our reliance and focus on the blood of Jesus rather than our past. That, you know, I, I've decided I have more confidence in the blood of Jesus than I do in the stupid things I've done in my past. I have more confidence in him than what's behind me. Because Jesus said, you know, he is the alpha, he is omega, he's the beginning, he's the end. I wish that organ was going right now, but you know, I don't know if you guys have an organ. No, well, piano, that's kind of cool. But you know, I've been learning Christmas songs. That's been fun, like three chords, hey. But you know what, he is alpha and omega. And he will, you know, he didn't take you this far just to bring you this far. And he didn't bring us this far for us just to give up now. No, you know, he's saying that it is your time to get back up again. You guys we're keeping it simple. He's saying it is your time, not in your own strength. You know, that's the good news about it is that it's not dependent upon our own strength. It's not dependent upon, well, I'm just so strong. You know, I can get over that. No, I don't need nobody. No, we need Jesus. Amen. And we have Jesus. And he has made, he is the way. He is your way, your fresh and living way. And he said it is done. So you know what? Like the Bible says we can quit going over that old history because he is doing a new thing. It's already started. And just like he spoke to my heart that you will not be remembered for that. I remember being in that place. Just knowing that I couldn't just hear those words being proclaimed over my life. I couldn't just, you know, have God say that. But, you know, we have to rise up. We have to say the same thing. We need to agree with God. We need to see things the way he sees it. So you know, just in my heart, I closed my eyes and I just began to say, I will not be remembered for that. I was sitting right there you know in that room just saying that over and over. I will not be remembered for that. And the more I said it, it was like the more that that light began to shine. Yeah, shown. <laughs> that was weird. I was trying to get the the back the past tense of shine. What is it? Anyone know? Shone. Yep, the light began to shone in my heart. <laughs> That sounds great. <laughs> but you know, the more that you say it's just I realized the freer I became knowing that you know what? I'm not defined by what lies behind that there's more in my life to live and I became determined to live it. I believe this is your night to know that there is more of your life to live and we are determined to live it. Amen. Oh my goodness, we're going to open the Bible. Wow. <laughs> Awesome, (laughs) but um, just as I was preparing for tonight, Oh man, I was, like, supposed to preach the Christmas message. Oh, hopefully we'll have time to tie that in with, like, a quick little, like, oh, like, Hallmark. Like, they always wrap everything up in, like, eight minutes. We count it down. It's like, woo, everything's going to turn around. Yes. God believes in happy endings. He can turn it around. Eight minutes, guys. But All right, so let's jump over real fast to Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. I have like a lot of stuff in my Bible, airplane tickets, and why did I not use, oh, I used the actual bookmark for that one, cool, but all right, Acts chapter 16, and we're going to go down to verse 25, well, actually, let's see, let's go down to verse 23, or jump up to verse 23 and it says right here and when they had laid many stripes upon them they cast them into prison charging the jailer to keep them safely who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. So you know, this was not, didn't it look like that grade of a day, this was Paul and Silas, you know what? They had just been beaten, they were just thrown into jail, not just any jail, actually the inner jail, you know what, if it would have looked like there was no way out, it would, you know, it's kind of like in our life when you feel like there's no way out of this situation, this is one of those circumstances, this is one of those situations I mean, they weren't just in the prison. They were in the inner prison. That means they were really stuck in there. And you know, there it says in verse 25, it says, and at midnight, midnight, you know, that represents the darkest moment, the darkest hour, and it says right there, you know, and at midnight, Paul and Silas, they did what they prayed, and sang praises unto God, and you know what, they weren't quiet about it, because it says, and the prisoners heard them, you know, I'm sure they're human, you know, I bet they had a long day, I mean, they got beaten, they got what, they got thrown in the prison, you know, I bet that wasn't like their first, well, maybe they're super spiritual, I guess, I mean, they're Paul and Silas, but you know, being human, you know, that's not always your first reaction of like all this horrible stuff happened. Let's praise God, but you know what? That is the response that we can have to those things. When you see it ahead of time, when you know that God is on your side, that's why we can be like the Apostle Paul, because that same spirit of faith is on the inside of you. No matter what happens, you can rise up and you can say, but that means that but is there for a reason. I won't sing the song that got me in trouble last time. I talked about liking butts, but uh, that but. <laughs> All right. I mean, the But about all right you know what but if none of these things move me I'm just moving on (laughs) but none of these things move me you know no matter what happens those things come Jesus said you know Jesus himself he said in this world you're gonna have trials you're gonna have tribulations but again I'm happy to end there he said here's another really great but he said but be of good cheer why for i have overcome the world for you. Ooh, that's why that when those things happen, we can, that can be our first response. Count it all joy. When you fall on diverse trials and temptations, count it all joy. You know, we can rejoice. It's like in first Peter. It says, you know, we haven't seen those things yet, but it says yet believing, we rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You know, Maybe if you don't feel so joyful, the moment that you start praising God, you tap into the joy that's already on the inside of you. It's not just trying to conjure something up. No, it is God's joy on the inside of you. And it is the joy of the Lord that is your strength, the Bible says. The Amplified says that which is your stronghold in Nehemiah 8 verse 10. You know, a stronghold. That's just like a fortified defense. You just build this impenetrable wall that you know the enemy cannot defeat. A man or woman of joy. You know, because no matter what comes, you just you purpose ahead of time that I'm gonna rejoice in the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. And be glad in it. And it says right here how at midnight, that darkest hour, Paul and Silas, they prayed and sang praises to God. There's something about praising God that stirs up that joy on the inside of you. There's something about giving him glory. You can do it right now. Yo, that's good. There's something about praising God. And when you praise him, look what happened right here. Because I'm going to jump ahead if I don't read it. But, you know, he sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them And listen to this. And suddenly. Woo! I like that word, suddenly. I don't like to wait, but you know, and suddenly there is a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bonds were loose that is a good scripture that you know and suddenly when it looked dark when it looked hopeless they sang praises they prayed to God you know that we can look to him in the midst of all craziness all chaos we can be a complete peace on the inside amen Jesus said, come unto me, all who are weary, all who are overburdened. Matthew 11 verse 28, come unto me and I will give you rest. One translation says, I will ease, relieve, and refresh your souls. I read once where it said a permanent vacation of rest For your souls, a permanent vacation. I like vacation, you know, a permanent vacation. It's like what Wally and I do all the time. No, we're working. No, well, kind of. Okay, so a permanent vacation of rest. Where for your souls. For your soul said, so, no, you know what? He wants to refresh you. He wants to strengthen you. And as they sing praises unto God, it says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. So that the foundation of the prison were shaken. You know what? Those things don't have to shake you. They don't have to move you. No, it will cause the, the, the other thing to move, that thing to shake. Amen. And, you know, this freedom isn't just about us. It's about helping someone else. I love how it says everyone's that everyone's bonds were loose you running your race doesn't just affect you you know aren't you thankful that it it changes your family it changes those that are in your path amen and we're gonna this is shocking going to the old testament i always tell myself i love the old testament I just need to read it more, but you know what? So 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 20, and we're just going to tie this along with this. I love the story of King Jehoshaphat. It's like an Old Testament name I can say, so that's like a good start. (laughs) But, you know, it says about how there, Jehoshaphat, all these armies were coming against him, all this complete chaos, craziness. But right here in verse 3, I got it. It's not an orange, but it's got like red underline if that counts but it says uh, in verse 3 and it says and Jehoshaphat feared but what he do he set himself to seek the Lord who that is a good position to be in that we can set ourselves Set yourself, position yourself to seek the Lord. And it says how they came and asked help of the Lord. And they came to seek the Lord. And it says in verse 12, you know, there Jehoshaphat is, he's just sharing his heart with the Lord. And down at the bottom of that verse, he said, neither do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. We don't know what to do. Where our eyes are upon you. That makes me think, all right, time in Christmas. Hallmark ending here. You know, Luke chapter one, I love the story when the angel of the Lord came to Mary and, you know, it told her, you know what, fear not. You know, God's always saying it to us. He's saying, fear not. You have, you have uh, had favor with the Lord. And, you know, the angel told her everything that was gonna happen. Spoiler, Jesus was born. But you know what? Uh, there Mary was, she heard all this. And, you know, she asked how. She said, how? these things be? And I love in Luke chapter one, the angel said, the spirit of the Lord will overshadow you. The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. See, we don't have to know all the details of the how when we know the who. When we know the who, that he is faithful to do what he said he would do. We know the who. Amen. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book, but you know, it says, but our eyes are upon you. And then verse 15, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason. Oh man, I had like a really awesome message all about reasoning, how you know the enemy, he wants us getting stuck in the realm of reasoning how it looks, what it feels like, this in the realm of those thoughts. And you know, but it says, Be not afraid by reason of this great multitude. God said, For the battle is not yours, but it is God's. Ooh, you could just take a deep breath right now. The battle is not yours, but it is God. You know, the enemy, he will always try to get you fighting on his home court, which is the realm of reasoning. He'll try to get you stuck in that place of reason of how, when, why, who knows, what if. And you know, he wants to get us stuck there. But we don't have to fight on his court. We don't have to fight on his territory. You know, we take it to the realm of faith, and none greater is he that's in me. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like because that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. My God is working to turn this around. He is the God who never fails. He is the God who always causes you to triumph. Always, in always God will cause you to triumph. As you know, I love how that verse is also in 2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Now, thanks be unto God, right now before you see it you give God thanks like Paul and Silas they sing praises yeah right now right there even in the prison and you know what I love about it is that Jesus has already set the prisoner free so maybe in the natural it looks like it's ahead of time but really we know that he's already been there and back so we're just praising God about what's already done and you know faith like that excites God faith like like that gets the attention of God when you praise him like it's already done because you know it is done you know he will turn this around he has he has a place you know he has a comeback for every setback amen God is doing a new thing Ooh, it's already begun it's already begun the fight has already been won so you stand in your place He's given you grace for your race. You stand in that place of victory. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, is it okay if I pray some as we close? All right. Y- y'all speaking tongues here. Holy Ghost Church. Hey. Like I said, where are my people at? But all right. So, you know, what? I, I believe that God, just as we close right now, that you know that he has stirred your heart to keep moving forward. Hebrews 10, verse 35. You know, in the message, it says, it is still A sure thing, but you need to stick it out, stay with God's plan so you'll be there for the promise completion. Ha, ha, ha. Let's just put our eyes on Jesus right now. Father, we thank you, Lord. You can just begin to pray, begin to worship him. I believe that he's stirring up fresh vision on the inside of you. I believe that, you know, you can just receive of that strength. Yield to that joy right now that's on the inside of you. And today. Arise, 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 haha. Ha. For this is your time. Idabrosade, Isha and it won't be the way it's always been. No basade. Ha 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 ha. Whoo! Yeah, because he said I'm doing a new thing. A new thing. And it's already begun. It already began. Ha ha. So keep your eyes upon the great I am. For he lives within, strengthens. Ha, ha, your strength comes from him. It's the brasa day, ramande, hey, the brasa day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ha, 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 he, 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 hey. Oh, ha, ha, ha. This is a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Yeah, yeah, when the enemy tries to get you focused on this or that, you just lift up your eyes and say, ha, 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 the fight's been won. Ha, ha, victory is done. Ha, ha, ha whoo you got it it's yours keep your eyes on him and keep on going for the bros today a la day ha ha whoo and it won't be long you'll look back singing a victory song and you'll see where god has brought you from a la day ha 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 oh greater 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 is he who lives in thee, greater and greater things you'll yet to see, greater, greater, it's been good, but it's getting better, amen, greater, greater, you just go home with that word, that greater, God's doing greater. Ooh, ha. Woo, bra ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strengthen, strengthen, yielding to that joy. Yeah, when you don't feel it, when you don't see it, yield to that joy. And he'll strengthen you. But he he is faithful to complete what he's begun. So yield to the greater one. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope Pastor Lisa meant when she said I could go to 820. She kind of like, 820. Oops, sorry. It's 819. Yay. <laughs> woo But thank you, guys. Love you all. I love you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Praise God. So we just ask that uh, none of you leave right now. We just thank you. Thank you for staying and, and, and being respectful. Thank you for listening to this powerful message. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.